Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. One thing you got to understand about a promise, as we're all waiting on promises to be fulfilled, especially godly promises. I'm going to have a business. I'm going to have a family. I mean, whatever you, ah, a car. I don't know how low or how high your expectations are based on what he said. One thing you cannot excuse or, or, or tear apart from promises is the attachment of responsibility. I knew the claps would get lower, so I just want to bust your bubble early in the sermon instead of later. We all, I want a baby, a baby, a baby, a baby. You, you know what that takes to have a, a, a baby? A business, a business, a bit. You know what it takes to run a business. I know there's all these entrepreneurs out here. Do you know what it takes to sustain a business? Are you the type of individual that has the integrity and character? To sustain your own business. Do you have people skills? God often makes us a promise so we can become the person that can sustain it. Oh, did you hear what I just said? It's rarely about the promise. He can do that through anybody. Oh. He can start a a shoe business through anybody. He can start a hair salon through anybody. And I'm not belittling your calling or your purpose in the earth. But he chose you to have that purpose so you can change into the one that can sustain that purpose. Oh, this person, you 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 need to have a family about five kids because you're the type of person that needs that type of discipline. So it's not really the promise, it's the person. The person is the focus of the promise. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So God puts purpose over your life. Everybody's purpose is beyond you. If your purpose is easy, that's your pleasure. That's not your purpose. Real purpose is beyond you. Every purpose in each season you must grow into. Uh, uh, how can I put this? How can I put this? Uh, uh, Ephesians says it like this. Walk worthy of the vocation which you were called. So you're called to be a leader. Your calling is beyond you. It's up there. Now God is challenging you to live up to it. Oh, we got, all right. Most of us never attain the promise Because we never become the person that can attain it or sustain it. You'll get glimpses of the promise and ruin it. You'll get pieces of the promise and ruin it. Promise to have a family, a marriage and all that, you just mess up the whole date. You, You understand what I'm saying? You'll get pieces of the promise and ruin it before it's whole. To be prepared for a promise is admitting I'm prepared to change. Oh, this is, y'all should come next week. 
To say, Lord, I'm ready for your promise means I'm ready to change some things. I'm ready to adjust some things so that I can handle what you've assigned for me to carry in my life. Can you handle what you're hoping for? Man, this is good. So the purpose is now, we're talking about bees. If you see people in here in yellow and you're like, it's Christmas. Why do they have yellow on and, you know, everybody wears red traditionally? We're, we're, we're talking about the bees. <laughs> All the visitors are like, this church is crazy. Why are they? It's not a science uh, project as much as it is a, a lesson on being versus trying. We've established here at Live that trying is in the arena of religion where I try to do things and perform for God's acceptance. So trying and, and persevering, that's in the arena of, uh, I mean, uh, of religion. But being is in the arena of relationship. Yeah. Trying to please God and gain his acceptance and gain his love and try to do right. So he is insinuating that I, 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 I don't be a son. Because what you got to realize, and this might shake some religious traditional boots today, this morning. And if it's your last Sunday, I'm so glad you joined us this one. Your performance cannot change your identity. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. The Bees, this is a series on identity. Ask your neighbor, do you know who you be? be saying that a lot. I'm not trying to sound like I'm uneducated, but we're talking about the bees. Ask the neighbor on the other side because I didn't like your response. Say, do you know who you be? There it is. That's the one I wanted. There you go. My daughters are tribbits. Sometimes I'm happy about that. Sometimes I'm sad because their life is uh, very augmented. However, nothing they do will change their name. I gotta, if they embarrass me, if they get caught on Shade Room or World Star fighting somebody at a restaurant, if they get caught out there or whatever, that I, I, it can't remove who they are. If I disown them today, they're still tributes. So God says, no man can pluck you out of my hand. Nothing can separate me from my love for you. So what you messed up last night? Get up. For every mess up, you can get up. Did y'all hear what I just said? Can I encourage y'all real quick? I said, for every mess up, you can get up. For a just man falleth seven times. Falleth. In a series of sevens. But he gets back up again. So don't change your identity based on your performance. I slipped up. I messed up. I missed the mark. I sinned. I had a season of sinning. It doesn't change who you be. You're still created in his image. You're still, y'all not with me yet. You're still a child of God. And because of that good news... 
you can always function as a child of God again. Are you understand what I'm saying? I said it last week. A good friend of mine said that his son said, you know what? My son feels like he's the black sheep of the family. And we never treated him like that. He always had the best of everything. We'd get him a great lifestyle. You know, Ty, we try to give our kids the lifestyle we couldn't have. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you right, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you know. When it hits you like that, you can't say nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not part of the play, but I wish I was. Anyway, so he said he believes that he's the, you know, the black sheep. And my sister, she's the angel of the house, I know. And I'm just the bad guy, I'm just the black sheep. Because he believes that. He sustains his lower level living. I'm choosing to be beneath. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? I'm the black sheep. When you call yourself that, you're saying don't expect a higher behavior out of me. And if I know I'm ratchet, then I'm really not ratchet. Because if I can notice ratchet, then I can choose something else. Or oh, it got quiet. <laughs> I like people who don't know they ratchet. That's just them. That's just, if you know it and you, uh, stop. That's a try to be. That's a want to be. But when you know who you be, it shifts your mindset. It changes your perspective. And it helps you live a life of purpose. There are three different B's that I want to discuss in my first closing, I got three visitors. All first-time visitors, just wave your hands at me, please. Good to see y'all. Y'all clap it up for them. Thank you. Thank you. The drone bee. You got drone bee, worker bee, queen bee. Many different species of bees, but I just want to talk about these really quick. First of all, fun fact about a bee. Fun fact. Did I write it down or no? I guess I did. Uh, bees often use what they call a wobble dance to communicate with each other. This wobble dance that they call a dance gives direction to where provision is. Okay. So if I found an area to pollinate, if I found an area that will be fruitful for us, I'll go back to the hive and be like, Because my dance tells you, provision is on the way. See, I'm not dancing for no reason this morning. I, I need y'all to get with me. If they, if, so the dance shows them where food is or where there's another hive at, where, where, where there's another place to rest at. So your dance is not random. It's sending a message. That's why I like when they run around. I like when we dance in the presence of God. It's not just random exercise. I'm sending a message. Because the enemy knows how he attacked me this week, and I want him to see my response. You might not know what I've been wrestling with in my mind, but I know the devil knows, and I want him to see that I will bless the Lord at all times. Tell your neighbor, my dance does something. I'm sending a message, good God. I'm sending a message to hell to let you know you don't phase me, and I'm sending a message to God saying, God, I trust you. Somebody just wiggle where you at. Just give them a... Okay, I'm sorry. Uh. Ain't about you. I'm sending a message. Another point is, because of the wingspan and the weight of a bee, 
A lot of scientists don't really know how bees fly. <laughs> it's very difficult to scientifically explain how a bee flies because of the wingspan and weight ratio. <laughs> People don't know how you're soaring with all the weight you carry. <laughs> Liv, I, I said it's my first closing. That means I'm almost done. Get into every line I say. Get into it. I don't got much after that. People can't understand because what will stress them out, you're soaring with it. Woo! Has anybody ever looked back like, I don't even know how I made it myself. But somehow he was the wind beneath my, somehow he helped me carry the load in my mind, carry the stress, carry my responsibility, carry what's confusing me. He helped me fly with it. He helped me fly confused. He helped me fly stressed out. Look at your neighbor say, I'm still soaring. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You shall mount up. I don't know how you're still flying with all you're going through. But God has designed you to make it anyway. He has designed you to fly regardless of the issue. He has anointed you to soar. They have no clue. If I assess your life, how are you still happy? How do you still have joy? God wired me that way. Tell somebody I'm wired to win. I feel God in here. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. It's just how I'm wired. It's how I'm wired. Drone bees are the male bees. They basically chill out in the hive and they just impregnate the queen bee. I didn't make the rules. I just researched it. Drone bees don't do much of nothing but get the queen pregnant. Okay, the next bee is <laughs> the worker bee. This is a female bee that's sterile. The worker bee is a female bee that cannot produce uh, babies, larvae, larva, other bees. So the worker bee does everything in the hive. They clean, they take care, they do maintenance, they, they cook, they wash the clothes, they go grocery shopping, they protect the hive. They kick out dead bees. If, de if be bees die in the hive, they're responsible. Are right, you ready? One, two, hot! Worker bees. Females. Ready? One, two, three, hot! Get the dead ones out. Boom. And anybody that rises up against the queen, boom. We protect. Boom. Where my ladies at in here? Where y'all at? <laughs> queen bee. Her main responsibility amongst all of, all of what she does her main thing is to keep order in the hive. The queen keeps the order of the kingdom, the queen. So her responsibility is to put out a scent called pheromone. <laughs> Let's go there real quick. Let's explain what pheromones are. Pheromones are chemicals that serve as stimulus to other individuals of the same species for one or more behavioral responses. Look at this. It's any chemical substance released by an animal that serves to influence the physiology or behavior of other members of the same species. So this pheromone 
is a spirit, I mean scent, that she puts out. <laughs> Woo! The pheromone is a scent that the queen bee puts out that affects the chemicals of the like species. It affects how I think. It affects how I behave. Just her spirit, I mean scent. So the scent or spirit or vibe or energy that she's putting out, everybody's supposed to fall in line. Everything's supposed to fall in line with that. If you don't, the workers kick you out. Yeah. So I want to speak from the topic really quickly this morning because we serve a king that's putting out a scent as well. We don't have a queen bee, but we have a king, Jesus. <laughs> and he's putting out his spirit in his kingdom in the hive as well and it should affect how we think his spirit should affect how we behave it should, it should have an effect on us if you're of the same spirit I mean species if his spirit don't affect you I question what species you are oh man <laughs> did y'all hear what I said so I want to speak from the topic, the crown must win. I don't care what opinions anybody else have in the hive. I'm about to run. The crown must win. In order to have order in this hive, Order in this house, there must be supreme authority. Y'all missing what I'm saying? It's okay, I'm setting it up. Look at your neighbor and say, the crown must win. We live in a day where it's very dangerous now. When we talk about identity, it's very dangerous now because now we can take our identity into our own hands. You can be a male and identify as a female. You can be a female and I identify as a male. And to the point where they're pressing politics and pressing, you know, uh, 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 the moral code of ethics of our nation to push for their right to choose who they want to be. I know who I was, I know what I was created to be, but somebody made a mistake. This is just sexuality. I'm not talking about all other, and the sexuality is not the only point. If you ever come to live, you know that we are very well-rounded. We don't talk about one thing or dogmatic to anybody. I, we talk about all, we talk about stuff I, I failed at. Yeah, so don't give me this feel right now. I'm talking. Yeah, you're not gonna muzzle, you're not gonna muzzle me. Nah. No, you're gonna choose another place to go. I'm not dogmatic, I'm not dogging anybody. I'm not, I'm not, you know, don't get tight. I don't know you. Anytime you take your identity into your own hands, you can change your identity. That's great. You can go from Bruce to Caitlyn. Do it. You can go from Caitlyn to Bruce. Do it. You can go from loving humans to loving trees. I've seen it. Do it. They're marrying trees and marrying water. Yeah, I, do you? That, I don't have a problem. Just don't bring it to my... Do it. 
The issue is not only identity. The issue is there's something attached and linked to your identity called purpose. I gotta run. And your purpose cannot change just because you want to. So if you change your identity, you'll be living an awkward, funny, unsettled life. I can still see like this. I can still walk like this, but I wasn't created to. Some people settle for living like this because they don't want to humble themselves and receive who God called them to be. You want to, oh, y'all not hearing what I'm saying. So even though I walk lopsided, I can still keep up with everybody and you think you don't look awkward. But from purpose view, from the view of purpose, from the view of the reason why you are here, you did not give yourself an assignment. I got... I don't care how strong the community is. And I love everybody. But the community does not define my purpose. So just because you got strong support don't mean you're right. I'm about to leave early today. Oh, glory. Oh, glory to God. You can't just up and change your identity thinking you don't shift your journey. You open at something. You not just sexual, anything. I'm the black sheep of my family. You accepted another identity, and now you're the only one in the family pictures like this. You're not correctly aligned. You can survive like this. None of your major arteries are at risk. You're good. My question is, Liv, why would you? One. Is it that good to you that you can, I'll just adjust to life like this, because that's too good for me to straighten up and fly right. It got quiet to my bees. My bees stopped buzzing for some strange reason. you think you identify as the crown what if you're making something out of order in the hive in a general scheme of things last week I had people up here and they were standing in line like they were at Starbucks and I gave them all identity you're mad you're happy you're at peace you're stressed and they all started I said, go, and they all started acting like I told them they were. I didn't tell any of them what to do, but their identities triggered their purpose. I know what to do because I know who I am. So let's say the, the nice one that I said is supposed to be nice, like I think she was taking the orders and everything. What if the attitude got to her and she's like, okay, no problem. I'll, I'll get my manager. I'll, I'll get, I, I said I'll get my manager. They're coming. No, it's Jeff. It's Jeff. He's coming. You relax. No, you relax. No, because I... <laughs> if you change your identity, there's a spot missing. In the big picture, how the writer wanted it to look, if you change who you be, you have offset the big picture. 
then you now have to make your own way. Because when I have purpose, I, I'm, my way is made. When I go on my own, I got to make my own way. How, and we're doing this. I'm making it. Yeah, I'm making it. I got two jobs living just as ratchet as I want. And you think you're making it, but it's so hard for you. You can't even sleep at night. Don't play with me. You ain't got peace. Because you know in your secret place, you chose to identify yourself. And say, you know what? I'm going to be this. When God is like, hey, it's he that has made us. It's me that has made you. You can't be a part of a Broadway production and choose what part you want to be. If they're doing Michael Jackson in, in, in Broadway and you come out here, I'm going to be Chris Brown. Hey, wait for the Chris Brown special. You can't just choose, especially on set. Especially in the middle of your life. I mean the play. You can't just up and choose in the middle of your life. I mean the production. I want to shift identities. When you do that, the others don't know what to do. Okay. Because you were called to feed them lines that they can now feed off of. You were called... Oh, never mind. You got to know who you be. You got to accept it. I ain't going to do all these scriptures and stuff like that. I'm just going to flow today. Once God tells you who you are, and that sounds very simple, but that's a challenge right there. And once God tells you who you are, it's like, yo, how, how do I find out who I am? Because I'll tell you one thing you, can't, you shouldn't uh, uh, look to and, and hold on to that tight. Family! Yep, I said it right while your family here, Christmas Sunday. Get nervous right now next to him, like, oh, Jesus. I like that. Get nervous. When God tells you who you are, believe it. The purpose of believing it is to become it. Are y'all with me? The purpose of believing is to become. Everybody say that. The purpose of belief is to become. Say it one more time to wake yourself up. The purpose of belief is to become. So that insinuates I should continue to believe until I become. I'm a faithful man of God. I'm a faithful man of God. That's not for a week. That might be the sermon you got to preach to yourself for your life. So when God says it, you believe it, and then you agree with it. Right? That means to confess. Agree. Let me move it quickly. This is why the devil is the father of lies. <laughs> because he knows the power of an individual who knows who they be. Y'all. Y'all miss what I just said? <laughs> I should have played the movie up here. There's a movie called Hercules that The Rock was in, right? Only the ladies responded. Anyway, there's a... There's a movie called The Rock, I mean, the, uh, uh, Hercules, 
that The Rock was in. And at the end of the movie, he was in chains. And he was about to cut off the neck of somebody he loved. And he was in there. He was in chains. Like, like, no, no. And then the old guy who was in there with him, he was in the cage too. I might play it next week. He was in the cage too. And he said, Hercules, do you know not who you are? Hercules was like, like, I ain't got time for that right now. This guy's about to cut her neck off. You are the king of the da da da. You are the son of Lachidius. You are the da. He kept speaking like, you are this. You, you conquered the lion when you went to the da da da. You conquered the bear when you, and he was like, Argh! and he, good God Almighty, being reminded of his identity broke every chain. Oh, y'all missed what I just said. You could be bound in something. Don't condemn people for being bound. Remind them of who they are, and they'll come out of the chains. They'll come out of the bondage. They'll come out of the struggle. All he had to do was be reminded of who he was, and he came out of bondage. Remind people you're the head and not the tail. Write it in lipstick on your mirror. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Never mind, y'all. Put sticky paper, yellow sticky, be sticky paper on. I know who I be. You're reminding yourself of who you are or having people around you who remind you of who you are or checking it with God to let him remind. It'll pull you out of any struggle. Without condemnation. Because most of us get caught in a uh, weakness because we forgot who we be. When the prodigal son came to himself, he said, hold on, hold on, I'm a, I'm a king's kid. What am I doing here? When he was reminded of who he was, he came out of the pit. So, the devil is a liar. That's why lies are so powerful, because it throws you off. It, it, it makes you like how I said before. The lie, man, please, you, you enjoy your life better as a female. Man, please, you know you enjoy, your real self, you enjoy your life as a man. No, for real, if you lie, just become a liar. Or tell, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, do not let the devil whisper lies about your identity to you. Let me get y'all out of here. Every, every attack, we talk about it all the time. Jesus in the wilderness, he's tired. He fasted 40 days. He's, he's weak. And the enemy challenged his identity. If you be the son of God, like you say you are, so you the son of God, suffer, you the son of God? Wow. I didn't know the son of God was hungry. Maybe God don't feed his sons. I don't know. You go to church, you faithful? Oh, cool. Can't even pay your rent. All right, um. You at the choir, you're in the choir, so you're going to live all the time, and you paid your offering? Cool, can't even do your car note. Cool. Um, look at you, son of God. <laughs> if you be the son of God, how come you can't pay your bills? I'm just saying. Um, if you be a child of God, how come you ain't got favor like everybody? I'm just asking, if you be the child. Lies! Make you start doubting who you be just because of your condition. The devil is... No, say it louder. The devil is. The devil is a liar. 
My circumstance does not determine my identity. I could be broke but still rich. I could be weak but still strong. I could be down but still. Y'all not with me. Oh, no situation can change who you be. You're anointed if you're down or if you're up. You're anointed if you're in or if you're out. You're chosen. I'm yelling too much. I feel it. Let me calm down. The, le- the devil is a liar. And he whispers lies when you're at your lowest point. Why you wait till Jesus get weak? You had 40 days. Why don't you come to him on day three? Why don't you come on day four or 14? You waited till he was, he always comes when tragedy hits your life. See? 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 Couldn't even protect you from a car accident. Look at you. Cool. I mean, I'm just saying. You don't hear none of them lies until you're at your lowest. You home at night, two in the morning, alone again? You still by yourself? I'm just saying. The Bible says it's not good for you to be alone, so... If you need to take care of that, take care of it. I'm just saying. Y'all quiet. Because so. it's true. That's why everybody's like, oh, did you see my text messages last night? I didn't see. Come on now. Get to a low point. Get to where your faith is going weary. You'll hear them lies clearly. Take care of yourself. God ain't going to take care of you. Maybe not these words, but this is the spirit of it. Do what you need to do. Never be lonely again. Never be broke again. Do what you need to do. Never be unhappy again. Do what you need to do. When God is like, hey, in all thy ways. Don't do, don't do what you do. In all thy ways. Acknowledge me. I got you. Acknowledge me. I'll direct you. Acknowledge me. I'll give you wisdom. Acknowledge me. I'll give you favor. Don't do you. Do me. Everybody's doing them. And there's an audience growing of do yours. There's strong support. For people who dare be brave enough to do them. As silly as it looks. And I ain't talking about silly, that's relative. People think I look silly right now. With these jingle bells on my shoes. But listen, my point is. There is support for every community. So your community cannot be your support. I'm going to say it one more time. Do y'all want the Holy Land to come back out here? Is that what y'all waiting on? Okay, good, they not. It's just, just me is this all you get for the rest of the... Because if you're disappointed, you know, I see y'all leave. Okay, thank y'all for coming. Appreciate it. Y'all good? Every community has support. So the support cannot be your, 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 your confirmation that you're in the right. Or affirmation. Because you'll always get support for any. Y'all, I'm thinking about killing somebody today. I'm thinking about you posting. Oh, no, don't do it. Yo, I feel you, though. Because last week, no, I feel you. No, do, do what you got to do. Just make sure your tracks is cut. You're going to get somebody to support you. And out of 100 comments saying no, that one that said you should. Okay. 
So your community cannot be your support because there's support for every community. The, sumu- the community, <laughs> the community cannot be your strength because there's strength for every community. Are you hearing me? So just because you got strong support don't mean that you're in purpose. I told you I'm almost done. Y'all got to get with every line. This issue is so, so severe that the Bible says in Genesis 32, there was a man named Jacob. Man, it's a long story. But I want to get to the point where the Bible says he was left alone. We're going to talk about this next week. Please come back if this don't sting you too bad this week. He was left alone. Most of us can never come into our purpose or even knowing what it is because we never get isolated. Your mind is always filled with something. If you're bored at home, you got to watch Netflix, YouTube, or just scroll Facebook or Instagram or Snap. You got to do something. But change never happens with the, with the, with the uh, occupied mind. You got to empty that out and sit. We're going to talk. They might not come back next weekend. Because when, uh, when you sit like that, you find out some things about you. See, most of us don't know us. Because our thoughts are filled with other people's us. I know who I am in your company. I'm pastor. I know who I am in your company. I'm husband. I'm co-worker. So you need people around you to be something. You can't be by yourself. You don't want to face yourself. You don't want to face your own thoughts. You don't want to face your own feelings. You don't want to face your own emotions. But it's not until you face it that God can change it. I feel God in here. Did you hear what I just said? Maybe you being left alone is an announcement that I'm ready to elevate you. Because isolation always comes before elevation. This is the wrong side to preach to. Let me come over here. I said isolation always comes before elevation. So when people start leaving your life, you should get excited. God is about to take me where you can't go. God is about to take me where you can't go with me. Anybody been isolated this year? You should celebrate right now. Because God is ready to take you higher. I got visitors. Let's calm down. Isolation is often a sign that I'm posturing you for elevation. But we get so antsy in isolation, we never get elevated. So you fill that isolated place with people and things and habits and struggles. This is your company you keep now. Instead of emptying it out and letting him elevate you, you crowd the lower level. Look at your neighbor and say, don't crowd this level. Nah, nah, nah. You got other levels to go to. Invite people to the next party. Invite people to your promotion party. Invite people to your praise party, not pity party. Invite people to your peace party, not confusion party. Look at your neighbor and say, I got another party coming, y'all. 
I could invite you to this one and you can connect with me emotionally and we could be sad. You could be like, for real, who did that? You can connect with me here, but I'd rather invite you to the next party, my victory party, my victory celebration, my coming out party, my I made it party, my it's over party. Somebody see it. Stop, stop, stop. So, there's another party coming. Jacob was left alone. They wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. A man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, place of authority, place of strength. And he said, he said, who, who, what is your, what is your name? So Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaking. And he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Bless me. Mm. Can we be that postured where I'm going to stay right here until I get better? I'm going to keep praying. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That diligent, that effectual, fervent diligence. I'm going to stay here until he blessed. The next one says, and he said unto him, what is your name? That name there means what's your label, what's your brand, what's your identity? Because the angel or the person wrestling him understood this is an identity issue. He said, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. I could give you $5 million right now, but that ain't the issue. I could give you 6,000 horses and cows and, and I could give you wine and bread, but that ain't your issue. If I blessed you with things at this level, you will squander it and you will waste it because your identity is jacked up. He said, what is thy name? He said, Jacob. I am Jacob. I'm, I, I'm what my family called me. I'm what they see me as. Oh, man, we're going in. You cannot identify yourself even solely by your family. Because by the time you got here, your family for generations have made some choices and decisions that were not along the lines of their purpose. So to some degree, you were born into an augmented family. I love how y'all love your families down here, and I'm not telling you not to love them. Don't base your identity on them. Your family did not give you your identity. I'm not saying run away from home. <laughs> I'm saying you need to have the ability to separate them from who he made me to be. Because you might not be like your family, Joseph. Man, I got to get off this subject. You got to get off. Sometimes you're not going to, maybe you're not like your family, David. Maybe you are different, but if you continue to identify yourself by your family, you'll just replicate your family's cycle. Maybe God has called you to break the cycle. It's quiet. Let me get off y'all family. I know y'all, boy. God had to give him a new identity 
apart from his family. No more shall you be called what they called you. No more shall you be daddy's little girl or mama's little boy or, or rock rock and boo boo and she she and yo yo and I don't know no. No longer, they used to call me Tatai. No longer should you be Tatai. Because there's an attitude that comes under Tatai that I feel like I'm subjected to. Y'all. There's a control and could be a manipulation. Oh, y'all. You, you ever, oh, y'all, y'all quiet. Okay, let me leave y'all alone. You know how somebody's controlling in a relationship and they keep calling you the name they gave you? Like, uh-uh, baby boot back. You know, don't call me baby boot back. You used to love it six months ago, but now... You're calling me that to oppress me. You're calling me that to keep me under your control. You're calling me that to keep me what you called me when God is calling me something else. Ah, I don't care what your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Oh, God is calling you something else. Very few people emerge out of their families of origin, whole. One author says that very few people emerge out of their families of origin whole. You rarely come out of your family whole. Emotionally, socially, spiritually, we rarely leave our families whole. So we always leave damaged or dysfunctional to a degree. And then the culture fills it. And we're two times removed from what God has called us to be. Let me get y'all out of here. I'm sorry y'all came on this Sunday. Most of us, most of how we function reflects a family of origin rather than the family of Jesus. No family is the same, but I'm sure like mine, it's, it's, it's marked, your family is marked by consequences of the disobedience of our first parents, as described in Genesis. Oh, I feel something happening right here. So now our, 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 our identity is marked with shame, secrets, lies, betrayals, relationship breakdowns disappointments, and unresolved longings for unconditional love. Some things don't happen until you break away. Can I, can I, can I say something else before I let y'all go? I done got it all the way quiet, but I'm not coming against your families. But families can be one of the most severe forms of bondage. Some knowingly, some unknowingly. Maybe y'all got to have a real conversation with your crib. Like, can I holler at you? It's cute. I'll always be here. I love you. But this got to change. All right. Nope. Yeah. Well, the, the, the problem is we don't see a problem with it. And I'm not saying seek a problem. But if it's between who God called you to be and what they're calling you, you got to make a choice. Abraham, God told Abram, I'm almost done, y'all. This is my second closing, okay? God, God told Abram, 
He said, leave your father. Yo, leave your father's house. Leave your mom, leave your father, and go in a place where I'll tell you. Do y'all hear this? Abram said, leave. leave. It ain't like he had family in Chicago. Like if you go to Orlando, you got somebody down here you can hook up with. Just go. Leave your security. And your former identity. And follow me. It's scary to go somewhere where people don't know you. Are y'all with me or not? It's scary to go somewhere. You ain't got clout there. They don't know. I'm Abraham, son of Abraham. You don't have that to fall back on. All you got is you. Oh, God. And that's right where God wants you anyway. I want to get you to an isolated place where you got to depend on me. Your name don't hold weight. Your family's reputation don't hold weight. You ain't got no clout here. I want it to be me and you because I'm about to show you something your family never seen. I'm about to show you something your friends never seen. I'm about to use you in a way that they could not even imagine. And when God does it, and when God does it, when God does it, you can now help your family. Joseph, the family didn't know it. But when Joseph left, they were headed to a famine. Did y'all hear me? Joseph's family did not know it. But when Joseph left, that began the days towards a famine. They had no idea that there would be a day they didn't have running water. A day they didn't have, they had no idea. And if Joseph would have stayed with his family, they all would have been in a family famine and they probably would have died. But I'm so glad friends sold me out. I'm so glad family sold me out. I'm so glad you kicked me out of your crew. I'm so glad you kicked me out of your circle. I'm so glad you kicked me out of your group text. I'm so glad you kicked me out of your clique. Cause when you kick me out, you set me up. When you kick me out. I said we got visitors. When you kick me out, you set me up. Now the famine is here. And the only place that got food, I'm the head over. But if I'd have stayed loyal to my family, we all would have been sick. We all would have been in poverty. We all probably would have died. But I had to leave to save me and you. Y'all quiet. Let me get y'all out of here. This is what I'm living right now, so y'all give me a minute, y'all give me, I'm not from Florida, I'm from Jersey, but God sent us here to save us and our family. I'm living what I'm preaching, y'all missing what I'm saying. Woo! Hold on, go back, go back, don't, don't do the next one yet, hold on, go back, go back, go back, take that off the, thank you. Abram. Go to a place where I will tell you. Abram left, prophet. He left. Because this is how it feels obeying sometimes. 
It's very vulnerable. It's very spacey. You can't control it. And everybody that got to control your life, you got a problem with the kingdom. Because you ain't going to know how. You're not going to know when. You're not going to know where all the time. You're not going to be able to control things. Let me speak to all my OCDs in here. Sorry for y'all. The kingdom is a real challenge for you. Because you got to learn how to let. Look at your neighbor and say, let it go. How, how, how much of a job are you doing controlling your own life anyway? How well of a job are you doing? How good of a job are you at taking your life into your own hands anyway? He laughed and it's spicy, but keep following him. Nothing secure all the time, but keep following him. It don't mean you're off because you don't know. Thank you for that three claps behind me. It doesn't mean you're wrong because you don't understand where you are. All I know is I'm doing what he told me to do. Hey, in the steps of a good man. Hey, ordered by the Lord. He knows the plans that he has for me. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards me. So all of my appointed time, will I wait till my change come? Somebody say yeah. No, no, no. Y'all know I don't do that. Let me get y'all out of here. First time visitors, thank y'all for coming. Check this out. Abram left, but not alone. He took his struggle, I mean nephew, with him. Do not bring your struggle on your journey. I'm about to run. You, you, know, you know what we call it? Like, not that bad. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. I'm going to obey God. Come on. He ain't that bad. Come on. He ain't that bad. He brought Lot with him and his family. And Lot and Abram's family begin to feud and begin to have discord. Because God never called Lot. <laughs> he called you. You brought Lot. Can I be candid with y'all? Can I be honest with y'all? And even if they watching, I love y'all from the bottom of my... God called me to start a music ministry. I chose what we called then, if you know it or not. I chose GA. GA was my group I had. Y'all was about 100 million people behind me. We looked like Kanye Sunday services every week. Okay, so that's not new, but anyway. It's another story. Anyway, I love you. I love everything you're doing. So... Chose GA. God chose me. We started having problems. Do I keep GA? Or do I release them and live? I hope y'all got what I said. Pun intended. As hard as it was. As jacked up as the decision, as stressful as I was, I had to say, you know what? You can go no further with me because God called me to a region you may not be called to. So instead of letting you, y'all not with me yet. Instead of you letting me, instead of me letting you hold me back or bring me down, I'd rather, re I know we got history. I know I've invested emotionally. 
I know I've invested spiritually and financially. I know you know secrets about me. I know you have, we like brothers and sisters. It's too much to rip apart. But when I weigh people versus purpose. not with me yet when you weigh people versus purpose when you weigh parents versus purpose you gotta make a di- never mind when you grown not when you still in a house <laughs> parents all day if you in the house you gotta wait for your purpose brother I walk into my purpose dad clean your room boy and shut up <laughs> not your purpose right now you 17 like. <laughs> purpose over parents Anyway, I had to let them go. Watch this, y'all. And I'm, I'm a, I had to let them go without knowing who I would be without them. Because at the inception of my career, it's been Ty and GA. People like Ty and GA. Ty and GA sold records. Ty and GA had a movement. Ty, so who is Ty without... You're looking at him. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to, let me chill. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to flex, but I'm just saying. I got the answer now. I was confused then, but I got the answer now. This is who I made you to be. This is what I saw the whole time. This is the purpose you're supposed to walk in. Is anybody ready to walk in your purpose? Walk in your favor? Walk in your anointing? This would have never happened if I still had all them beautiful people around me. Now I'm out here and I got Lot with me. God never called Lot, he called me. God is calling me to another level, not my girlfriend. Because some of us are like, if it ain't us, it ain't God. The devil. Oh, I done struck a, let me step on that a little bit longer, please. If your boyfriend or girlfriend don't get the same memo you got, you got to make a choice. How are you more committed to your boo than your king? told Abram to get rid of Lot even though Lot was the problem God will present things to let you make a decision when are you going to get sick and tired of your purpose being delayed when are you going to get sick and tired of not seeing where you're supposed to end up when are you going to get sick and tired of wandering in the wilderness God put it like this to the children of Israel how long will you wander Around the same mountain. I got a question for you, Liv, today. How long? How long will you choose the lower lifestyle for whoever's on here with you? Our born king was like, who's my mother? Our born king said, who is my mother? Our born king, Jesus the Christ, said, who's my father? This is my mother and my father. Whoever's doing the work, work in the will of the Lord, my, that's who it is. You're my father. You're my, I, I follow you. He had to step out of his family of origin because that wasn't totally his family anyway. 
He had different blood. He says, and I'm, I'm closing. This is my second and a half. This is the transition point into the third closing. The next, the next closing is five minutes, okay? The next scripture now. Thank you so much, production. You're the best in the world. Abram said, yo, we got to make a choice, Lot. Where you want to go? If you go east, I'll go west. You go west, I'll go. Lot said, yo, the grass was so green over here. The Bible says it was just like, oh, it just looked like you can prosper easily over there. But it also happened to be the place where Sodom and Gomorrah was. where there was all types of free sexual expression. And not just that, incest, not just that, any type of uh, 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 demonic worship rituals against God, evil, civisness, the word you just said. Lot was like, that look good. We're going there. So Lot took his family to Sodom and Gomorrah. Basically, where is this at? I got to show y'all this really quick. So the Bible says after, the word lot, the word lot, the name lot means hidden. So you rocking with some people who might have hidden agendas. You're living with some family members or your boo who got hidden desires that they ain't tell you yet. And God is saying, you got to get, you got a lot to lose. I love saying that. Tell your neighbor, you have a lot to lose. <laughs> Woo! Before I'm able to elevate you, you got a lot to lose. Before I'm ready to promote you, you got a lot to lose. And God spoke to Abram after Lot was separated from him and said, lift up now. In other words, now look. You didn't know where you were supposed to go this whole journey. I said, go where I will send you. And I didn't tell you the destination until you separated from family or toxic people. Lot was his nephew, so that's family. I spoke to you after you separated and said, now look. Some of y'all will never see where you're supposed to go because there's a lot with you. And they're always going to give you their perspective of what your life should be. It's not until you lose a lot that you can see a lot. They quiet. I shouldn't have preached this today. It's not until you lose a lot that you can see a lot more. <laughs> Look now from where you are. Look southern, east, north, west. All the land which you see, I'm going to give it to you. Now the blessings are coming after I separate it. They quiet on me for some reason. Now, now, now you'll see forever, and I'll make your seed as the dust of the earth. If a man can number the dust, that's so your seed be. Arise. Well, he's given him all these amazing promises and direction after. Before you go into the new year, separation could be your key for your come up. Let me end it right here. 
Go back to Jacob. What is your name? How can I break this down? No more Jacob, but Israel. In the scriptures to come, you'll see God addressing him as Jacob still sometimes, and then as Israel sometimes, most of the times. But the point is, he stole his brother's birthright. Can I just break it down really quick? Jacob stole his brother's birthright, so there's a promise over his life to carry the lineage. There's a promise over a thief's life to spread the lineage. There's a promise now over the liar's life to continue the generations of God. God is saying, I can't take back the promise, but I can change his identity. <laughs> In order to keep my promise over your life, I got to change you. So because I still want to be good to you, Jacob, I got to change you to Israel. Because Jacob is your old man. Israel is your new man. Watch this. I say it all the time. Iran, come out here and fight me. Security, stay on, stay on, stay on deck. <laughs> Jacob is left alone. And there he wrestles. <laughs> the Bible says a man. So we, don't hurt me, please. <laughs> we wrestling. Wrestling is not a fight. It's not jab for jab. It's a really a test of endurance. So it's a test of strength and endurance. So you're wrestling. I, I, I like to say this. Could it be that the man he was wrestling was Israel? Just, just go with me. Could it be that Jacob was wrestling who he was becoming? Y'all looking at me funny, but you fight your calling too. You wrestle your assignment too. You fight who God has created you to be too. Could it be that Jacob was wrestling his next level? Don't let the now you sabotage the next you. Give up, wave the white flag, and let God be God. So could it be that my old man is wrestling my new man? My old mindset is wrestling my new mindset. My old habits is wrestling my new habits. So much so that the new habit had to break something to gain an advantage. The old us is so stubborn that the new us may got to break something. Just to get your attention. Don't make God break nothing to get your attention. But even after that, he had the same fight. I want to end with this this morning. There's a series on Netflix called The Crown. It's a period piece on the stories of Queen Elizabeth. In the first episode, Queen Elizabeth's, not the queen yet, she's about to become the queen. In the first episode, her father dies. She learns that her father is dead. That's traumatic. That's enough to deal with. Uh -uh. So one of the magistrates or one of the head women, forgive me for not knowing who she was, wrote now the new queen a letter. In this letter, she said this, and it sparked the subject 
of what I believe today's subject should be. She wrote this letter. She said, what's going on over here? Hold on. What's going on? We ain't had no problems with Holy Land was up. I'm just playing. What's going on? <laughs> it says, while you mourn, it's okay. While you mourn your father, here's the letter from Queen Mary, another queen to now the new queen who's about to take position. She's grieving. She's crying over her father. She said, while you mourn your father, you must also mourn someone else. You might as well mourn Elizabeth Mountbatten. That's her original name. That's her old name. She's talking to the same person. You got to mourn Elizabeth Mountain, well, that too. For she has now been replaced by another person, Elizabeth Regina. This is her new name. The two Elizabeths will frequently be in conflict with one another. But the fact is, the crown, y'all not with me yet. The crown must win. The crown must always win. So while you battle between identities, you got to know that your purpose must win. Your destiny must win. You got to choose the arena of the crown. While you're going to battle, I'm telling you now, there's going to be constant conflict. But I'm going to tell you how it needs to end up. The crown must win. Do you even remember Black Panther? Yeah, when my man died or whatever, and the other guy took the throne, and the, his, his, main, his main woman warrior person, she was serving the next king, and, she, and, and they was like, yo, what you doing? Like, he killed our king. She said, my allegiance is to the throne. You, you understand? Regardless of how I feel, regardless of how it seems, I serve the king. I serve the one who wears the crown. Are you hearing me? Whether you like it or not, you got to choose God's way. Whether you feel it or not, you got to choose the crown way. If I'm going to live my life his way, I must let the crown win. I know you're going to fight. I know you're going to battle. I know you're going to fight and wrestle with your identity maybe more than once in your life. But if we know who should win, we know where to lean. If we know the crown should win, we should lean in the way of the crown. If we know God's way should win, we should lean in the way of God, regardless of how we feel. Everybody stand. I'm done. I'm done. As you stand, tell your neighbor, the crown must win. The purpose, the purpose is greater than your feelings. The purpose is greater than your cravings. The purpose is greater than our lusts. The purpose is greater than our situation. If we keep letting our cravings win, we'll have a different person on the throne every minute. If we keep letting our feelings win, we'll have a different king every week. Sometimes you feel saved, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you feel like believing, sometimes you don't. So you can't go by what you feel should be on the throne. You got to go by what you know is on the throne. And today we celebrate our born king who is on the throne. His name is Jesus the Christ. Come on, let's celebrate him. Celebrate him, celebrate him, celebrate him.
Because of him, we have a new name. Because of him, we have a new identity. Because of him, we're not bound by the expectations of our family. Because of him, we got new purpose. Because of him, he makes all things new. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the stone that the builders rejected. The Bible says, crown him with many crowns. The government shall be upon his shoulders. He is the way, the truth, and the life. His name is Jesus. I said his name is Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.